You just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. You know, A, B, C, D, E. A podcast about the man, the myth, the legend. This is Despite All My Rage, I Am Stuck Watching Nicolas Cage. I said, put the bunny back in the box. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! I love my eyes! My eyes! Ah! I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Hello everyone and welcome back to Despite All My Rage. I am stuck watching Nicolas Cage. I am your host, John Miller. And with me back for the first time in like almost a year? Almost a year. Pretty close. Like about 11 or 10 months. You're the one that kind of broke me <laughs> in that episode. Rage. Rage was what broke me for the longest time. Uh, it's Chance Meyer. He's back. Hello, hello. Yeah, how you been? Go, you know, just getting along, doing work and all that sort of stuff. So Rage broke you? Yeah, Rage was the movie that broke me for eight months. You just couldn't couldn't do it after that, huh? Yeah, I was like, mm, I need a break from I need a break from Nicolas Cage for a little while, <laughs> and now I'm back. Rage was pretty Rage was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even remember which one that one. This is the one with Irish Spring and Moose Knuckle. Oh yeah, okay, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but we're back with a lot of a very much better movie here. And um, yeah, um, we're back with episode 25. We're a quarter of the way through. If Nicolas Cage stops at 100 movies, it would be good. <laughs> but I think he's already surpassed that. But we're a quarter, 25 in uh, with Face Off today. Not about Face nope. Off. No, nope. we, we're doing The Rock. We would have done Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, one of the Holy Trinities. Uh-huh. And I decided you would be the one to do The Rock because you always were like, I want to do a normal one. I want to do a normal Nicolas Cage movie. Well, I mean, so far you've stuck me with some weird stuff like Rage and Drive Angry. I think Corey has a has the worst run of them all so far. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that Corey's not getting some worse movies, but I just haven't gotten any good. He at least got National Treasure. It's oh, something. Yeah, <laughs> well yeah i guess so i guess so but yeah so we're doing the rock today and um some little background before we jump right in Uh, well before uh, have you have any nicholas cage in your life in the past eight or nine months since you've been on last Um, or you've been staying away have you been staying away from the cage i can't specifically think of anything but i'm sure he's made his own cagey appearance in some place or the other somewhere Somewhere. Anyway, but yep, so we're back in to The Rock. And The Rock is a 1996 American action thriller film directed by the wonderful director, Michael Bay. He makes so much money. Yep. He makes so much money. Mm-hmm. He shits money. He makes <laughs> money explode out he of nowhere. Spends all his money on explosives, pretty much. Yeah. He likes his explosions. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of them. In, well, there's not. A, this movie's kind of was really early bay he don't think he got into this big explosions until like later like transformers bay kind of he was still uh he's still playing around with it at this point yeah he was he was he was um <laughs> he what was the word he's experimenting with yes, explosions yes. there you go um but yeah so michael bay he did transformers and the T- teenage mutant ninja turtles movies and what else has he done 
this. <laughs> yeah, this movie. I don't, I, I don't know. Michael Bay is a weird one. Uh, the film stars Sean Connery, Nicolas Cage, and uh, Ed Harris. I don't know why I'm doing my Sean Connery expression already. Impression. <laughs> well then. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. What'd you think of the movie? Um, I mean, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, you know? yeah. We'll talk about it. Uh, the movie was released on June 7th of 1996 with a budget of $75 million. And it made $335.1 million at the box office. This movie made a shit ton of money. It's very successful. For a 1996 movie, including inflation, that's probably like over a billion. Probably no, probably less mm. than a billion. It made a lot of money. That's I don't think it inflated that much. I don't know. Then, I don't know. But the, due to inflation, it might be closer to a billion than you think. Maybe. Maybe up there, like the maybe it could have like tripled its money. Like maybe like ninety nine hundred million dollars. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. But dang, it made a lot of money though. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage made some bank on that one. Uh, this, mo- this movie is viewed by many as one of the holy trinities of Nicolas Cage. And it's the second one that we have reviewed so far. Uh, previously, Jared and I did Face Off about f- 12 episodes ago. So um, about half the way through. So yeah. we can expect to see the next one on episode like... 50? 37? Well, maybe 50. Maybe 50? I don't know. Maybe... maybe well, well, it depends on when I want to do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, the, the, the Holy Trinities is uh, Face Off, this movie, The Rock, and... The last night, well, the last mid '90s movie, um, Con Air. Mm. That one has Malkovich in it. Does it? Yeah, and it also has what's his face. He's in the hot tub time machine. J- John, 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 John. I don't know his name. He's married. He has like the sister, Joan. John Rivers? No, it's not John Rivers. Who, <laughs> who am I thinking of? I don't know. Okay, well, well, we'll, we'll get back to that when, whenever it comes up. Uh, um, critically, the film has received mostly uh, positive reviews initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, the film has a 7.4 out of 10 on the Internet Movie Database, uh, 66% on Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, 58% on Metacritic. So it's definitely not the worst when you've no. reviewed. No, one. I think this is probably one of the better ones I've reviewed. Yeah, that's. I would say what you, what you've done Season of the Witch. Yep. You've done Drive Angry. Mm-hmm. You've done Rage. Mm-hmm. You've done 9-11. Yep. <laughs> I think the 9-11 one actually had the best so far. Okay. I think it was like, I think it ended up being like a 70-something on Tomatoes. Okay. So, but I don't think that was better than this movie. No, I think this movie was a lot better okay. than 9-11 movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have you done? Um, you've done some weird shit. I got some weird, uh, The Trust. The trust. That yeah, was a good that's one. the one. Um, what else did we? Do? What did you do? The trust. Um, you also did the dog eat dog. Yeah. And then the, um, that's what that one was called. Yeah. You know what? I find mostly that, weird stuff. I find that I mostly put you on for those weird, like early two thousands through two thousand ten movies, mm-hmm. and it's you get, you get the weird ones. Those are like not like, <laughs> this cage's greatest moments. That's why I was excited to be here today <laughs> for a fairly mainstream normal movie yeah i could say this is a normal movie yeah there's some moments in it but i think michael bay did a good job like keeping the cage contained and like <laughs> grounded he has some a few moments of he gets his caginess out and i like those moments a lot and sean connery was probably my favorite part of the movie oh of course like sean connery is pretty awesome 
But hey, this movie was at least good enough to get a couple minor awards, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, so I forgot about that. The Rock has won several minor, minor awards. Mm-hmm. The most illustrious one is uh, the MTV Movie Awards for Best On-Screen Duo for Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. So I think this is the first movie that I've done that's won awards apart from Razzies. <laughs> so I think that's a plus. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, so... That's all I have for background. There's a, probably a whole bunch of more things, stuff we could talk about the background of this movie, but yeah, let's just let's let's let the movie speak for itself, eh? Yes, yes. Yeah, so let's just jump right in to The Rock. Mm-hmm. Hiya. I'm an agent with the uh, F- FBI. I'm Stanley Goodspeed. But of course you are. At least he got his name right. Now, all that stands between a city and a disaster... The power of this chemical is way beyond anything you can imagine. That's where you're coming with us. ...is a man who's never seen combat. You're a chemical freak. <laughs> I'm a chemical super freak, actually. And another who's been out of action for 30 years. Show us on the blueprints. I can't. My blueprint was in my head. So the movie starts with... Ed Harris is smoking and he's staring at his like uniform and like immediately the, the, the intro credits are really weird. There's like there's little fake explosions and there's like a lot of military going on and like um, what else would I would say is like there's like people getting ready for a funeral and there's rain. Yep. Do you remember the the intro at all? Yeah, yeah. It it, it seemed to me to be like a uh, sort of a, a reflection of how. Uh, Ed Harris's character as General Hummel has felt about his military career. I guess so. Lots of like military explosions, lots of people coming back and body bags. And then he goes to this graveyard, and he goes to <laughs> he goes to this tombstone and it says his wife, his wife. <laughs> and I was like, what? And so he's like, Bertha, you won't Bar- Barbara, Barbara. I know it's straight out of the beat, Barbara. You won't like this, but I gotta do something and make things right. And it was like, she died in like 1945. And I'm like, how old is this guy? <laughs> it's like, if he was, well, he must be like in his 60s or 70s. But it's like, it's Ed Harris. He's like, probably like, at least in his 50s when he's making this movie. Mm-hmm. The last time I actually saw Ed Harris in anything was when I was watching Westworld. <laughs> have you seen Westworld yet? I have not. It's a pretty good show. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, and he's, he's a lot, he hasn't aged that well. Uh, but there's um, military explosions. Ed Harris is slowly getting dressed. He goes and visits his wife's tombstone. Uh, then it kind of like, you won't like this. Barbara. Was it Barbara or yes. Bertra? Barbara. 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 Uh, anyways. <laughs> so he goes to this naval weapons depot. Yep, and the, so I, okay, so the, so here's a little background of my life. I've never actually seen this movie before, and mm-hmm. I kind of was looking forward to it, and it it, it it lived up to its hype. You think it lived up to the hype? I think it did. I think it was probably one of my favorite ones we've done so far. Really? Yeah, it, it kind of got slow a little bit, like in the middle part before they got onto like the island stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, come on, just get to it. They could have cut like a good like twenty minutes off of this movie, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, it was, it was a fun little movie. Um, he goes to this naval weapons depot, and um, Ed Harris, uh, like he has this, this this tactical team, like go through this like this naval weapons depot non lethally, and like they go and steal these weapons of mass destruction, which are like just rockets and stuff. And there's like this little weird green balls of death. Where I don't know what they are yet, so that's what I called them in my notes. <laughs> so, okay, okay, but but they're like what are they called? In the, actually, they're called like the W like P. 
P- PMVs? Something. Something like that. It's like, there's just little green balls of death, pretty much. Yeah, they were a chemical agent of some kind. Yeah, there's a poison. Um, and so uh, he steals all these weapons and then cuts to Nicolas Cage in his office with a Rude Goldberg machine because he's bored. Yep. He's like, he sets it all up. And he's like, the end thing is like, he burns a, a, hula, a hula girl to death. Well, like a little, like, you know, those things you put on your car. Yeah, the, the, the rocking hula The rocking hula girls. Thing. But yeah, he, he lights one on fire for shits and giggles. Yep. Um, With but, his Rube Goldberg machine. His Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. I, I thought it was fun. He also mm-hmm. like freaks out because he gets, he gets his package. And he's like, why'd you get it delivered here? He's like, well, my girlfriend wouldn't approve. I'm a real be- Beatle maniac. Beatle maniac. And he, yep. gets, uh, he, gets, he gets the white album, which costs him $600. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and, he's like, and he's like, why don't you just buy it for on CD for 13 bucks? He's like, well, this one sounds better. It <laughs> <laughs> was one of my favorite moments. Um, and Cage starts doing his, like, is someone to start doing his job. Apparently, the FBI got this weird package. Yep. And his job is to go through these packages and make sure that there, there's no poison or gas involved in, like, things. But it's you, like, it's like Bomb Squad, but bomb for squad, chemical weapons. But for chemical weapons, yeah. Mm-hmm. When chemical weapons were a thing. Yep. But yeah, so um, him and his partner go in there and they start taking. Like taking this wooden crate apart, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, look at all this pornography! Yep. Hot Neanderthals! What what drink?" And um, <laughs> and his friend like pulls out this like this little baby doll, and he starts he's like, playing with it. Yeah, yeah. Then well, that activates the gas, and the gas goes everywhere. And Nicholas Cage starts freaking out. And this is like the first like tense moment in mm-hmm. this movie. It was like, okay, this is going on way too long. And Nicholas Cage is like trying to take out out like deactivate the bomb. And every, oh yes, there's a bomb in there's in a bomb the in the baby too. as well. Yep. And then the, the other people are like trying to like get the the the, the gas out of the, the chamber and also to save Nicholas Cage and his friend's life. Mm-hmm. They're trying to turn on like a sprinkler system. Yeah. And, and Cage just keeps yelling, Where's my water? Where's my water? Where's my water? And um, and the, uh, the other guy is like, What do I do with this needle? The, the, take the needles and stab it in your heart. He's like, I'm not going to do that. Look at my hands. And he's like, kept, like <laughs> He's like freaking out about his, like, his suit is melting because of the corrosive gas. Mm-hmm. And um, Nicholas Cage saves the day so he doesn't get to, to, his friend doesn't have to stab himself in the heart. And. Uh, so he saves the day pretty mm. much. He's pretty good at his job. He saves it with like what, two seconds to spare. It was like five. Time. That's <laughs> <So laughs> pretty dumb. Um, and then uh, so Cage cuts to Cage's goes back to his apartment. He's totally in the nude with a guitar on his lap. He's listening to the White album that he just bought, mm-hmm. and he's just like playing the guitar, and he's just like he's just chilling at home. He took the rest of the day off. <laughs> I was, I was gonna say real quick, how I know it wouldn't be as suspenseful, but I wish just once in one of these movies they'd be like defusing the bomb and they'd be like, "Oh, I got it!" And there's still like a minute and a half on the <laughs> clock, just like that one was really easy, guys. Good job. Good job. We good did job. good today. <laughs> Take five. <laughs> but yeah, then his girlfriend uh, comes home mm-hmm. and she has some news for him. Uh, but there's this one moment where Nicolas Cage made me smile, and then the, he channeled his inner Owen Wilson. And he 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 dropped a really good wow 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 yeah it was it was pretty sp- <laughs> yeah. I was like whoa Owen Wilson's in this movie yeah. too no it's not I think this is before Owen Wilson became big anyway uh, so maybe that's where Owen Wilson got his his wow his his wow Cage is the inspiration <laughs> maybe I, I'd like to think that oh wow oh wow <laughs> but he was like wow 
<laughs> it's like, whoa, that's a moment. Uh, but Cage is, finds out his girlfriend is pregnant, mm-hmm. and he's not. He's like not very happy about that. He was like before she tells him, he was like explaining about how bad of a day he had, like how he had to defuse a bomb and he took the rest of the day off. And she's like, well, I'm pregnant. And he's like, what? <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so they, they have this big conversation. I did not like the girlfriend character at all. Like she was not needed. Yeah. Like she was needed to like to ground a cage in to like be like having him like have something to drive for to save for because his, his girlfriend is dumb and goes to San Francisco after him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. So uh, that happens. And then in the meantime, uh, they go to Alcatraz. It cuts yep. to Alcatraz, and Ed Harris is an old general guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a renowned war hero, and he um, he's on this little tour, and he's he's going through Alcatraz. There's like he's like eighty two other people involved, and he tells these little two girls to turn around and go back on the boat with their teacher and not stay on the island and tell him he has to leave right away. He actually tells the little girls to go home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then like the, him and his little posse take over, like get everyone in, into the cells and like lock them up. And then they take over the rock, the Alcatraz, and they start yep. setting up all these rockets that they stole. There's four rockets? Fifteen. Fifteen? Yep. There's Where like, did they get the other... The other like, like, the storm show, the, this, well, the there's like four... four s- so so there's three that are like set up. Yeah. And then there's 12 more in the morgue in storage. Oh, okay. I must have missed that part. Yep. When they were it's, de- they kind of go over yeah. that one pretty fast. <laughs> but uh so Ed Harris um takes over Alcatraz and uh Dr. Cox is in this movie. Uh a la Scrubs fame. A la, mm-hmm. Yeah. Dr. Cox. Dr. Yep. Cox. He wasn't that great in this movie. He didn't have a lot of screen time. No, he gets burned to death, too. He, mm-hmm. he burns alive. Um, we'll get to that, though. <laughs> um, so, Ed Harris is all about his main scheme for this. is like He's going to like hold the, this island uh, ransom. Yep. And he has 82, 82 hostages. He has four rockets ready to go to, to blow up these... Um, the chemical weapons. Chemical gas on yep. to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And he calls up... The U.S. government is like, I want a hundred million dollars, and I want you guys to give. He wants to give some of the money to the all these um, Marines that he led in these little like black black bag, black ops, black missions, ops yeah. missions that we were never like accountable for. Basically, it, he was disgruntled because he had like all these all these Marines that died. You know, in operations, and the government basically just screwed their families over by yeah. not paying out any benefits and not giving them like their medals for service yeah. or anything like that. That's so. like the main. That's his main goal is to get like credit to where credit is due. Yeah, and I kind of like that. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not like 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 action movies nowadays where it's like the bad guy is like always Middle Eastern or Asian or Korean or some mm-hmm. some other. But it's just this this general and mm-hmm. the united states army is just like going awol yeah i'm like okay i can get behind this is kind of like a weird twist to it um so he's, he has like these weird like he has like some some weird people that he's never worked with before which will blow up in his face later mm-hmm. um and he has his old friend and like they, they all like they start talking to the american government and the american government's like we're not going to negotiate that um so uh, he demands a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. as i said before and i think that's I guess back in 1996, that was a lot of money. Uh, it's only a third of what the movie made. 
Yeah, this is only a third. He should have just made a movie instead. Yeah, he should have made a movie <laughs> called The Rock, and then given all the proceeds to military. Um, let's see here, and then so uh, the 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 government agencies like we got to get some expert in the field, get them right away, and like so they start calling up like the the best bomb diffuser or the best chemical weapons guy on the east west coast. Yep. And they're like, you're going to San Francisco, baby. And like, well, it cuts to Nicholas Cage is on his is on his roof in a robe with his girlfriend. It's like they're fucking on mm-hmm. on the roof. And like Nicholas Cage gets a phone call and he's like, oh, I'll be down in ten minutes. He's like, <laughs> he's like, so, like their chemistry is just so bad in this movie. Him and his, his girlfriend, girlfriend is just yeah. so unneeded. And um, so he decides to go to to San Francisco, but he also invites his girlfriend to follow him because he does things it's just a it's a drill job a training exercise yeah, training yeah. exercise he's like i'll just go and you can come with me and, and i'll meet you at the hotel afterwards yeah and we'll finish where we left off <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah like oh cage oh yeah there's also like um there's also a good line from nicholas kids he says naughty a bunch but this one naughty is like your pigtails are so naughty it's it's really bad it was really bad i've made a specific note of just that whole that whole part is just cringeworthy she's like wearing this little like white like outfit this little like white onesie or that it was like an angel costume costume. wings and yeah and then she's fucking him like while he's like in like a lawn chair on their roof and you can see like a bridge above them it was like really weird space i was i Mm -hmm. don't know I guess they don't really mind who sees them banging, but <laughs> <laughs> um, so Cage gets called into action, uh, and the the government uh, is still talking about what they need to do, and so they're throwing around like, well, why don't we put a SEAL team in there and try to extract or get rid of the bombs? And they're like, well, no one's ever broken out of Alcatraz, mm-hmm. and there's like this long, uh, this long pause where like these two older government guys look at each other and like. We're gonna bring him in. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, you can't bring him in. We locked him up for thirty years and left him for dead. Like he'll he'll never uh, work with us. And they're talking about Sean Connery's character, mm-hmm. who's probably the best character in the whole movie. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's during these scenes though. Um, not the Nick Cage banging scene, but the like the two that sandwich it, like with the the government people. Where I just like there's that poor like kid he's oh, not yeah. a kid he's like he's older than we are but he's like 30 something and he the, keeps going like saying things like i thought we didn't have chemical warfare or something like that or i thought no we weren't we never were in china when lower he's china to the general yeah he's like and the general's up. just like how old are you shut up kid i was you were only nine years old when i was leading <laughs> yeah. you know black ops teams into china yeah. and then <laughs> then they do like the dumb cage stuff and then they come back to like the government stuff later and the kid says some other thing like Oh, I, I, we didn't do this or that. And then the guy's like, you don't know anything. We totally did this or that. <laughs> yeah. And so much of this movie, like between the government people is just like, oh, like one person saying like, I thought this never happened. And the government person just being like, no, yeah, it happened. Yeah, it did. It happened. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> we just won't tell anyone. <laughs> anyway. So, um, they, so they get Sean Connery. Sean Connery is apparently the only man who's ever escaped Alcatraz also yeah, known that's as, that's what the other one was. I thought no one escaped Alcatraz. Yeah, he did. He, <laughs> it's like, yeah. you, you dumb shit. One man did. We just kept it secret. Yeah. It's like this poor guy. <laughs> so they bring Sean Connery out of prison and they bring him to this library. I guess it looks like a it looked like a library to me. 
it must was, have been an FBI building. It was or probably something. an FBI building because they yeah. did have like an interrogation room. Yeah, in there. so they bring him to the interrogation room. They like they chain him up to this chair, and they send like this the mustache man in first. One of the FBI guys. One of the, the one of the two main FBI guys. He's like, I'm gonna interrogate him first. I'm gonna offer him all this stuff. And Sean Connery's like, I don't want to talk to you. I just want a nice suite at my hotel while I mull this over. And they're like, No, that's not gonna happen. Like Nicholas Cage's like, he's 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 speaking in like Julius Caesar. He's like he's like Greek and Greek and stuff. Then send me in. I'll do this. And they send him in, and he's like gets Sean Connery to sign this form, and he gets Sean Connery like a cup of coffee, undoes his handcuffs. Um, and we also forgot the first guy, the mustache man, like literally throws a quarter at Sean Connery mm-hmm. <laughs> and this comes into play later it falls on the floor, but Sean Connery notices it and, um, Nicholas Cage gets him to sign everything and get everything ready to go. He's going to help, like he's going to help, uh, the government get into Alcatraz and, um, as <laughs> For Sean, the viewers at home who couldn't see, John used quotation marks quotation, around his help. Yeah, with help. <laughs> um, so he, uh, Sean Connery, kind of breaks up the. Well, he, well, when Nicholas Cage leaves the room, Sean Connery kind of like slams his his chair against like the an edge of the quarter to like like sharpen it, mm-hmm. and he just, he just starts walking around the little thing while him and the, the other two main FBI stooges are like talking to each other, and he starts. I don't know. Just Sean Connery just like scratches a big circle into it and like breaks open like the bulletproof, like the the the, the viewing glass, and he's like, "I knew it was you, Womp." Uh, what was the name? Wompert or something like that? Would something like that? Womp, Some, Womp, Wilco, Wilco, Wompert. I'm gonna call him Wompert. Wompert. I like Wompert. <laughs> like, I knew it was you, Wompert, <laughs> and I knew you were involved. And uh, so they go to the hotel. Um, they get. Uh, Sean Connery takes a shower and like he orders room like he's like he's singing like San Francisco songs and in the meantime he has like two guards like in his room like watching him like well trying to, not to watch him bathe so and he also like gets all these ropes and stuff ready mm-hmm. to go and he orders room service uh, all in all under the guise of taking a shower uh, and so he gets there and they, they, then they bring like this really really stereotypical gay, gay stylist gay yep. hairdresser. And he's like, sweetie, we're going to make, can I get some scissors going? And he's like, no, he'll kill you with the scissors. <laughs> You're going to use the clippers. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I can't do any good hair with that. Oh, well. <laughs> can we at least get some, um, like, what is it, volumizing shampoo or something and like, like that? Uh, and like coconut scrub or something? <laughs> yeah. <He's> like, no. <laughs> and so, like, he, Sean Connor gets his hair cut and um, gets his beard trimmed. And he looks like regular Sean Connery again. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, uh, Wompert is uh, harassing him. He's like, um, as soon as you're done, I'm going to lock you back up. But yeah, he's like, if you take one step out of line, your your ass is mine. And like, and like Sean Connery's like, whoa, I'm not going to do anything wrong. And like, Give me a handshake. And they, they take a little handshake and Sean Connery takes this little, like, this little string loop that he took from the hotel room. And like puts it around the guy's wrist mm-hmm. and he throws him over, <laughs> the <laughs> over thing, the edge of the railing. The, yeah, over the edge of the railing, and he's like flying around and flopping around and everything like that. And uh, pigeons attack him. I remember the pigeons. Yep, yep. And like Nicholas Cage is the only one there. He's like, "What are you doing? You gotta pull him back up or shoot you." And he's like, "No, you're not." <laughs> and like, I'm shot and cut. I'm shot and cut away. And he ties like the rope to the other end of the of this little of this little like haircut chair. And uh, Nick, Nick Cage like 
quickly grabs it as before his boss dies and then sean connery runs away to like the through the thing and everyone else is going up there and nick nick cage starts chasing after sean connery after they save the the wampert guy Mm -hmm. and um, there's a big chase scene that happens yeah i think this is the part where i wish it got cut out this is kind of stupid in my opinion the whole the whole like this like this big chase scene from like kitchen to the little through the streets it was it was not needed i don't yep. think it was needed at all no no but they had to i think they were trying to uh really sort of solidify that sean connery is an escape artist um yeah because they... he's uh he's he's the only one who escaped from alcatraz um and apparently he's escaped from like four other prisons or something like that, you know. I so I so. guess they were really trying to just like he can get away if he wants to, but not because they stopped him because Nick Cage. Yeah. So this this whole chasing that goes to like a, the the hotel's kitchen, it goes through like like Sean Connery steals a a huge black Hummer mm-hmm. and drives away. Um, Nicholas Cage gets in a yellow Ferrari and drives after him. Like there's there's the cops after them as well. There's this, all these explosions that are happening. I, th- I think there's about like what like five of the nine explosions in this movie. <laughs> no, but there's like three or four. Three or four. Mm-hmm. I think it took. I think it was around three. Um, I think Nicholas. Yeah. So like this is like, this part kind of I kind of zoned out on. Mm-hmm. I was like it was like so Michael Bay actiony. It was like oh boy, it was, like there's like stupid like. One liner is like Sean Carter's like, I hope you have insurance as he like drives through like all these like people's cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not a very nice thing to say. <laughs> Come on, Sean Connery. And but, it seems like every time he just kinda like sideswipes a car, it blows up. Yeah. <laughs> um then Although your favorite character in the movie was Oh yes, scene. the trolley guy. The trolley the, guy. I forgot about the trolley guy. So there's this trolley and oh my god, this guy is just mm, Mm. perfect it's like it's perfection of like enough racism in one character it's like this is such a stereotype i was like yes um god this this okay this trolley guy he's i forget what he says like half the time but it's everything he says is gold he's like this black guy with a mustache he's like welcome to my trolley here we go everyone Mm. hold on and like and um sean connor comes down this this hill hits the, the edge of it as it starts going off like the track mm-hmm. and this black guy just goes oh no my trolley and it's like my sweet trolley i'm gonna it's, it's like oh my gosh this is amazing yeah everybody jump save yourself yeah, save yourself from the trolley <laughs> oh that was my favorite part of the movie i think <laughs> you really like that trolley dude guy. he was perfect oh he was pretty good he was pretty good also like one of my favorite scenes is like i think like nicholas cage gets out of the ferrari and like before like the trolley happens like you can also like hear the trolley guy like off screen whoever did this i'm gonna kick their ass (laughs) yeah i'm like oh boy trolley man Uh, you're 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 quite a treat mm -hmm. (laughs) so um let's see here i wanted to say about this part like why does nicholas cage who's basically an office worker like scientist is getting involved with this how does he know how to drive a ferrari through the streets miss everything shift it into all the different gears drive through a warehouse and through a window do all the like you know like the 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 um what's the word for it where you like like squeal along the edge when you make a turn drifting there you go doing all this drifting and it's like does 
is he channeling his Gone in 60 Seconds right now? Is that is that where he's well, getting all this? movie took place before Gone in 60 Seconds. Well, I know it does, but like... No, I think... Well, I don't know. I, they, there's I don't no... Know. Re- they don't establish any reason why Nicolas Cage would even know how to drive a car, let alone drive it well. And Yeah, he says he's like a, he's like a tanned Volvo later on in the movie. Yeah. I'm like, okay. There's, a, there's some plot it's holes. It's beige. Yeah, I'm sorry, a beige Volvo, mm-hmm. which is pretty much just tan. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. There's some plot holes in this movie. It's not perfect, but um, uh, Cage chases Connery down. Um, car chase scene, explosions. Uh, oh, oh no! The, the the trolley guy yells, "Holy shit!" Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was when the, that was it. And then um, uh, Connery calls up his daughter and sets up a meeting with yep. her. Mm-hmm. And. Cage like calls up his his buddy back in his office and he's like, "Look up, uh, people had escaped, uh, uh, Alcatraz." Is it, is it some weird bullshit that he found out about mm-hmm. like about Sean Connery having a daughter and he finds out where she lives and then he tails her and her friend to where they meet Sean Connery. Yeah, and then uh, Connery gets captured again after having a little moment with her with his daughter again. This character is never seen again. Is it needed? No. Just establishing the reason why they would not want the city to be bombed by yeah, this, gas. Yeah, just establishing you know. another reason for you to root for Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, um, he meets his long lost daughter. Um, then the cops just like flood this pavilion that they're in, and the Connery gets arrested again. But this time he's playing ball now. He's like, "Well, mm-hmm. I'll help you now." And they uh, they start to establish their buddy buddy cop movie sort oh, yeah. of duality when when Cage comes out from around the fountain and is like, uh, "It's his, over." His daughter's like, "You broke out of prison again, didn't you?" And then Cage just walks around. And he's like, "Come on, Connery, um, whatever your character's name is, you're stop messing around. We got to do our mission." And she's like, "You're helping them," and, and he's like, "Yes, he's helping us." And, and it's like, "Oh, he's he's uh, he's trying to make friends." Yeah, Cage mm-hmm. Cage is kind of Cage is like, this is movie is a lot different for Cage in my opinion. Like Cage is like whenever he's in. A movie's mostly like the, the alpha male kind of mm-hmm. thing. He's kind of beta in oh, this yeah. movie. He's like he's he's kind of like this like little nerd. Mm-hmm. He's like like yeah, I like music and I like gas. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sean Connery is kind of like the alpha one. I was yeah, like, yeah. Like oh, there's this really good Sean Connery line coming up that I wrote down, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> but yeah, so Connery starts uh, helping the FBI and they're asking him how he broke out of Alcatraz, and he's like. Well, I think it was like fifty or sixty steps. I can't remember. And mm-hmm. it's like, like, I, like, so like they kind of like say like, well, he's going in with us because yep. he needs to lead us through to the rock. And um, so, and then apparently Cage has to go to to disarm the rockets. And uh, Nicholas Cage is not all about that. He's mm. <laughs> he starts vomiting in the sink, but he decides to go anyway to save his save his girlfriend who is now in San Francisco. Yep. Um, then, uh, oh yeah, the mini cams, the, all oh, the mini cams, the mini cams. Yeah. So they, there's, they, they're strapping all the, like seal team six is like getting all strapped up with Sean Connery and, and cage. And they give everyone like, a, they, they're like, take your mini cams. This is like 1996, like edge of technology here. <laughs> like, oh, mini cams. They kept, they, they kept saying mini cams throughout this movie. And Which like, is pretty funny because they're basically giant body cams. Yeah. They're, I mean. <laughs> Think about the time, but I, like yeah. it's just funny. Yeah, um, I like and it. I, I remember during the scene when everyone's strapping up and they're all like heading out, 
and like Cage is bumbling around with all of his equipment and yeah. everything. And I'm just sitting there thinking like Cage sucks at everything except <laughs> science yep. and apparently driving. So yeah. <laughs> they like really tried to make him kind of a bumbling like I can't really do anything, yeah, but, but I'm really smart. Yeah. And, but but he could drive apparently. You're I'm really sorry. hung up I don't on you're really hung, hung up on, up on those driving thing. skills. Um, so uh, there's also like the, the moment, like good to go moment, where like everyone's going good to go, good to go, and Sean Connery's like good to go, and the um, Nicholas Cage is like fumbling with like his, like his mouth breather. He's like good, to, good to go. <laughs> so he's, like, he's like fumbling <laughs> that's, around. That's the moment that made me think like <laughs> he sucks at everything, but but um <laughs> yeah. So um, let's see here, what the heck did I do here? So this is the part where they like I don't know what you oh yeah they, they take these helicopters yeah and they fly them one like the, the the two are distractions for Ed Harris and one is actually holding like the SEAL Team Six yeah and they like, kind of split off and like like one goes lower to get underneath the radar so it disappears and they kind of take the, they dive into this ocean like and take little water buggies mm-hmm. with them too and they uh, they go through like this like little like sewer system and they get come up through like this little opening and they, they arrive on the on the rock yep and um that's kind of like this weird sealed door and like the main like marine guy is like well way to go connery you got us to this room with no exit and he's like oh there's an exit all right just through there and he's like pointing at this like this big like furnace thing with like this huge like rotating like spiels of death and like flames going everywhere it was literally a video game yeah puzzle yeah. like danger thing that would <laughs> never exist in real life yeah and i just looked at that i'm like why is that there why is there like the perfect like crawl tube and like with timed flame jets and rotating gears and that's not a thing oh what's a thing and no sean, one and sean connery does it quite well he remembers the timing yes. he remembers the timing but it's just that that thing where it's like this is not a thing that exists in the real world. No, I don't even know what it was. Was it like a furnace? Was it was supposed to be a furnace, but why does a furnace have like flame jets, open and, flame jets, and huge gears that spin around under the furnace. under the furnace? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. But yes, but it anyways, was, it was interesting. So Sean Connery like rolls through there, um, and then he opens up the door for him. And he's like, "Gentlemen, welcome to the Rock." <laughs> <laughs> And so um, they, they go through the rock, and they they um, go through the sewer system, and they come to the this ladder where it comes out out of the shower room. Yeah. And Doctor Cox set up all these little motion sensors in the shower room, and so like they're like little like they're finagling it and everything, mm-hmm. and they they set off the motion sensors. So Ed Harris and his like marine team go and like they start they start um, covering around the the shower room. And the the marine the seals the navy seals go through, and they get um then the marines pop up and they just have this big standoff and Ned Harris is like captain tell your men to just put their guns down and they will not be killed and his captain's like I cannot abide that order sir and he's <laughs> like there's kind of like two ideologies going on. there's Ed Harris who's upset and then there's like the the seal team guy who's like so loyal to the to the United States that he's like he will. He will die for the United States, and because yeah. he's doing the right thing, he's like, "I've been trained to fight terrorists, uh, foreign and domestic. Mm-hmm. I will bring you. I will. Te- I will fight you." And um, so, like, um, someone like pushes over some rubble, 
Yeah. And that startles one of the, the Navy SEALs and they start like shooting. Like there's this huge firefight. It's really over the top. And so, yep. yeah. And, that, and he, they should have just surrendered because, I mean, Ed Harris had the high ground. Oh, yeah. If, if, if they knew the school of fighting, uh-huh. Obi-Wan was like, he has the high ground. It's mm-hmm. over. And, and Ed Harris kept like sh- shouting, cease fire, cease fire, stop firing. But no one's listening to him. But So they just obliterate the Marine, the SEAL team that's only like, now it's just Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery who are just sitting there in the sewers waiting for it to be get it all clear. Yep. But they just get, everyone gets blasted. So... Uh, Sean Connery steals one Marine guy's that one one of the seals that falls back down in the hole, takes his gun and everything like that, and he just starts walking another way. <laughs> like, so I kind of like this part in the movie just because it's really damn confusing trying to keep all the different military guys yeah, straight. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to just like, I mean, it sucks that all the good Marine people or whatever get Navy killed, seals, but yeah. it's just like okay, now everyone who's in the military is a bad guy now. Yeah, and it's just Sean Cage and Khan. Cage and Connery against the military, basically. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, Cage um, goes after Connery, trying to get him to go to stick with the mission, and he tells him more about the mission details. Like, well, they have these rockets that will pretty much melt everything in San Francisco. And he's like, well, shut, what? you could have told my daughter that. <laughs> and then so um, they're having this big argument, and Ed Harris overhears that, and like they start, like, this, like flood the tunnels. And like so they, they start like going around. So there is a, there is a small part we glossed over. Oh, the Tuco part. Uh, oh, also there's Tuco. Yeah, yes. Tuco from Breaking Bad is in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did pause the movie. We did and looked to look that it up. up. Yep. Um, but I was actually referring to the the most Buckwild, uh, tiny fact in this movie, where they go back to the FBI guys and they talk about why Sean Connery is oh, yeah. in prison. Oh, yeah. Because he's in prison because he basically stole all of the government's deepest, darkest secrets yeah, he and has tried like a to flee the country. Yeah, he has a microfilm. It has like the Roswell aliens. He has the JFK assassination. This is this is the, the wildest thing. They literally confirm that aliens landed in New Mexico in this movie. And it's one line. And he's just oh. like listing these things off. He's like... Uh, we like he knows who killed uh, JFK. He knows about the blah 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 scandal. He knows about the alien landing in Roswell. And I'm just like mind blown. Oh. Like, so they're they're just gonna say that aliens are real in this movie. Well, in this universe, yes, aliens are officially real. Yes, but of course, no one's like this young 33 year old guy who doesn't know anything doesn't go wait aliens are real it's just well he wasn't there it was the two old oh, fbi yeah. guys. but still it's just I, i'm sorry i got yeah i forgot about that yeah so um so sean connery knows all of america's secrets pretty much yeah he is the book of secrets um so that's um, why he was imprisoned and yep. but they never found the microfilm no he hid the, the microfilm mm-hmm. uh so cage uh wrote down the cage is so like beta in this movie i think sean connery steals his gun yep and like then like in the meantime like tuco drops like this big napalm bomb in the sewers to like mm. to to blast them out and they start running like, like move there's like this weird slow motion move yep and the big slow motion explosion and um, they just jump under the water to survive that. That was kind of a stupid idea. Yeah, I, I wrote that down. I'm like, so uh, they're in the military. They should know water beats fire, right? Yeah, like, they should know Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Water just, Pokemon always beat fire Pokemon. Mm-hmm, just 
dive under the water and the yeah. f- and you're fine. The flames won't get you. Do the fire and the flames. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they get to go on their mystery mine ride. No, that's later. Oh, sorry. so we were missing the point. So Nicholas Cage gets uh, uh, Sean Connery to get back on his side, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, fine, I'll lead you through, and we'll find these rockets." But at the end, I'm I'm still leaving. And he's like, that's fine, I don't care. And so they get to the, this morgue, and right before like the the they go uh, go up the stairs, Sean Connery hands Nicholas Cage's gun back. He's like, are you gonna give me your best? And he's like, I'll try. And he's like, losers give me the best. No, oh, yeah. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's a great line. That's so cool. Doesn't 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 uh, Nick Cage say like, oh, I married the prom queen or something oh, like something that? Something like that. And Sean Connery's like. Huh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go through this morgue scene. They kill two guys. Yeah. Uh, they kill one guy by like, like Sean Connery shoots like this like air air conditioner onto him or something yep. like that. Some cooling fan. The other guy and, he throws a knife in his throat. Yeah. He's like, don't hesitate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he kills another guy with the, the air conditioning unit. And then uh, Nick, I guess this is where Nicolas Cage, un, like, does. Like takes out all like the, the undoes all the all the rockets, all the guidance chips. Yeah. He takes them all out. Yeah, so he must have done them to all of the bombs. Twelve. There's supposedly There's fifteen on the island. Yeah, but he does. And twelve of them are in this morgue yeah. area. There's three left. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. where. Okay. Yep. So yeah. So um, then uh, Ed Harris like is like mor- the morgue team hasn't uh, checked in recently, and he's like morgue team, mor- or bluebird one, bluebird one. This is Mama Bluebird. Where are you? And they're like, no answers. And it's like, get down to the morgue. Get down to the morgue. And this um, Nicholas Cage and um, Sean Connery go, like, they jump through, like, this, like, body shoot, I guess. Yeah, that's and right. And they land on this little cartway and they go through this little mine shaft little thing. And um, Dr. Cox is like, well, Ed Harrison's Dr. Cox in after them. And he's like, yes, sir. And he goes, like, they go after them and the, the big firefight. And I think uh, throughout the whole entire thing, Nicolas Cage is hiding in like this suspended like metal thing. It's like the 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 classic like bucket of liquid metal that you would yeah. see when, in the foundry scenes yeah. in any movie. But yeah, and like, obviously there's not liquid metal in this one. Yeah, and Sean um, Connery is hanging on the onto the the this little like cart that fell over, and then he like squirts kerosene on Doctor Cox's boots and stuff, and lights them on fire, and uh, Tuco throws a grenade at Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas, this is a moment like Nicolas Cage is sitting on this little weird like metal foundry thing and he's like it's like he's like he's looking at it and like he looks down at the grenade and goes Hoo! and he picks it up and chucks it back at Tuco <laughs> and they blow up that way and it's like oh Tuco's dead. Mm-hmm. You can't get a break that Tuco. Nope. No. Um there's a morgue fight well we did the morgue fight already. Um yep. Uh, then, oh, I, I made a comment that Dr. Cox apparently died from falling 15 feet into water, but he was also on fire. His boots were on fire. Like, even if you let that burn all the way through, that's not going to kill you. <laughs> He's like, he was burning from the knees down and then like, they're like 15 feet Maybe above he hit the pool his head on a rock or something. He must've, but I, it's yeah. just, you know, but yeah. Um, so then the grenade toss and then, uh, cage kills a man. We well, know. Yeah. There were no Tuco. Jumps onto on top of Sean Connery, who's in another like metal foundry thing, and he starts like choking out Sean Connery. Yeah, and then this is where Nicholas Cage picks up his pistol and like pops Tuco right in the head, and he kills his first guy. 
Yep. Saving Nick, uh, Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. And then they um, are more friends and stuff like that. And um, Connery decides... So what happens is Ed Harris brings a, a civilian out and he puts a gun to his head. He's yep, like, you're going to come back with all these, with all the, the, the chips and we're going to... You're gonna surrender, or else I'm gonna blow this guy's heads out. And like Sean Connery is like, give me these trips, and just smacks him on the ground and, and then stomp, stomps on stomps him. on him a little bit. Which I was always just kind of like, why wouldn't you just destroy him as soon as you got him? But I guess they were kind of busy being chased by yeah, yeah, Marines. But and uh, yeah, so they have this moment like they decide to split up. Connery's like, you find, go find the last rockets, boy. I'll go distract Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. And there's like. Okay, what next? And Shotgun just gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> no, what about what about Lonnie's head? That the civilian's head. He just yep. gives him a thumbs up and just walks away. He's like, "Good talking to you, man." And he goes and finds another rocket and gets it done. In the meantime, Sean Connery surrenders himself to Ed Harris, and uh, Cage doesn't uh, disarms another bomb. Yep. Uh, but then he also gets caught by some like weird guys that are like hanging around like Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this moment, and like so they both get caught, and they go both get sent in, uh, sent into like this weird prison. Uh, well, they, they get locked up in prison at on Alcatraz, and Sean Connery's like some weird prison. Yeah, some weird prison that's the basis of the whole movie. <laughs> um, and then in the meantime, like Nicholas Cage is laying in his in his uh, in his prison, like he's uh, all defeated. Like well, we're gonna die here. And then in the meantime, Sean Connery's like, is this like weaving this little rope together? Yeah, <laughs> he's like. <laughs> he's like and he's like this humming and stuff, and he's like, "Can you shut up, please?" And he starts like, and like he opens up the the prison the prison doors with like the like latches onto like these little 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 levers, mm-hmm. and he opens up the the prison cells. Yep. And then so they're safe, they're free again to run around, which um, made me wonder why would you not post a guard? Yeah, it's another thing. Oh yeah. Also, Cage yells, "Zeus's butthole." <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Zeus's butthole. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> and um, Connery again uh, gets the prison doors open. Uh, Connery leaves um, Cage. He's like, "I'm done with this stupid bullshit. I'm gonna head out to the ocean and get away from this island before it blows up." Um, and uh, Cage gets caught again by mm-hmm. another guy, and then Sean, Sean Connery comes out of nowhere and saves him. And he's like, well, we're going to do this one last hurrah, okay? And so they start doing this one last hurrah. Um, Harris, um, well, so Harris finally launches a uh, one of the rockets after yep. America refuses to pay him. Uh, so he, his first initial target was this football stadium, but in the, like, when he's doing it, he kind of has a change of heart, and he changes the coordinates really quickly to, to have it blow up over the ocean so no one gets hurt. And like his little second in command notices that, and, they, and then like this other weird guy, that's like a mercenary that they hired. Um, he was uh, he was another military guy, but he wasn't someone that the general had actually worked with before. Yeah. He was just, I guess, someone who was yeah. sympathetic to the cause. Or I'll something. call him I'll call him Elton John for for now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like him and Elton John kind of start yelling at uh, Ed Harris, and Ed Harris like tells him like. The, to piss off and this is his still his show uh, then there's, there's this big mutiny that happens i guess uh-huh. uh ed harris um gets like 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 these three like young marines are like taking over the place 
and Ed Harris and the older guy, they start getting in this big shootout and Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage get involved. This movie starts moving pretty fast when it gets to the end of it. Yeah. Um, so they get involved as well. And then so Nick, so Ed Harris gets like blown away and he dies after telling um, Cage where the last bomb is. Mm-hmm. It's like, the lighthouse, go to the lighthouse. And Cage goes and then Sean Connery stays to fight the young Marine guy who is now the bad guy of the movie. Yep. And Elton John goes after Nicolas Cage. And so um, Nicolas Cage gets to the to the rocket first and he takes out the little, the little balls, the balls of death and he has yep. the chip. And the other, the, the Elton John starts like trying to shoot him, and they, they has the big like chase around. This, this. Don't don't forget, one of the balls falls off. That's Cage, later. That's no, later. that's that's at that point because it falls off, and Cage is like, no, and he grabs it and he pockets it. I thought that was on the when he's on top of the lighthouse. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. well, they don't have the well, shootout until he's on top. of Oh the yeah. Lighthouse. Well, well. So there's the Rocket Man scene, and he's yeah. like, do you like listen to music? And he's like. I don't listen to... Do you like Elton John's Rocket Man? He's like, I don't listen to that hard, that softcore shit. And he's like, well, you are the Rocket Man. And it flips and activates the rocket when he's like standing oh, in front yeah. of it. Oh, I forgot about and that part. And Elton John gets blown away, like flies off and yep. blows up. And when he gets like, no, he gets skewered by like a, a spike. Like a fence post. Like a fence post. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was about the 90s, but like they really liked their skewerings. Yep. Like the like GoldenEye... Sean Connery, not, not Sean Bean. Doesn't he get like, skewered by like the, the? Have you ever seen Goldeneye? Nope. Okay, never mind then. Sean Sean Bean dies in it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, you're the Rocket Man. Uh, Cage uh, deactivates the next bomb, but he also drops one of the green orbs and he n- narrowly saves it. And another Marine guy with a machine gun starts shooting the other guy, shooting yep. at him. Meanwhile, the young Marine guy is trying to get into where Nicholas Cage is. And Sean Connery sneaks up on the the other. There's so many things. So Sean Connery saves Nicolas Cage again, and then there's the um, Nicolas Cage gets in this big fight with the 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 last the Marine, last Marine basically. guy, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty hardcore. It's like yep. like Nicolas Cage is like they're, they're wrestling, and then Nicolas Cage is like trying to like keep the ball safe, and he just like suddenly just shoves the ball. Into the marine's mouth, he's like, "Chew on this, motherfucker!" And, and then punches his jaw punches or something his jaw to, to puncture it. And the guy was like, starts like screaming and like starts like melting. And it's like the Nicholas Cage that grabs um his little heart needle, his heart needle, stabs himself, <laughs> and he's like laying there for a while, like trying to fight the, uh, the effects of the poison. Mm-hmm. And then in the meantime, America has uh, sent the go ahead to just bomb the shit out of Alcatraz, kill everyone on the island. Yep. And Nicholas Cage like has this voiceover like. Light the green flares when all the things are done. And like, <laughs> Nicholas Cage like takes his flares and goes. He he like crawls out of like Alcatraz and like lights them up and he's like holding them out mm-hmm. and like and they, they call off the bomb strike. But until like one one bomb does go off, there's so there's like one final explosion and like Nicholas Cage like gets blown away. <laughs> yep. And um, well, he gets blown off the island. Yeah, he gets blown into the water, and Sean Connery saves him. Yep. He becomes a water dragon. <laughs> <laughs> we were having fun with Sean Connery. <laughs> yes, we were. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Fla- fire, flare and explosions. Connery. Um, so, Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage have this moment where they get the government on the radio, and they ask, what happened to, what happened to Sean Connery? He's like, he's, he's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then so Sean Connery gives Nicolas Cage the information for the micro where he hid the microfilm. 
And um, he's like, you don't want to go to Miami. You want to go to Kansas <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they do that. Um, and like Sean, uh, Nicholas Cage reunites with his, with his now wife and their little English bulldog. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go to the Kansas and take the microfilm. And the film closes with uh, Nicholas Cage like looking through at the microfilm through like this little like magnifying glass. He's like, "Honey, you want to know who killed JFK?" And I'm like, <laughs> "That's the movie." And that's where we're like, "Yes, we want to know." Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's the movie. So, I did do a bomb or a blast count. Okay, what was uh, the final uh, count? Michael Bay blast count. It was actually a pretty modest nine explosions. Okay. If you're not including the it, like twelve it, in the opening credit scene. Okay. Yeah, you're just the you're just counting them out like just like like like, expo- like scenes with explosions in them. Explosion events. Yes. Okay. And you're not like counting like each individual explosion. Yeah, because I ended up there's like the part where they throw the two grenades and they both blow up at once. I counted that as one. Okay. So. I guess so. But I mean, that's that's pretty that's modest. Pretty, that's pretty tame for Michael Bay. It is, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Whole. I thought this movie was pretty fun. I loved Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. I Nicholas Cage was good. He had some moments of cage He didn't really unleash the beast, but I think he was he he he, he tried with this movie. I think. Yeah, he he played he he was he was just a beta boy the whole time yeah, pretty much. He had he had beta. his he had his moments where he's like, I'm gonna be the the gangly hero. Yeah, but for the most part, it was all Sean Connery carrying the real weight and Cage yeah. carrying the brains. You know, yeah, like Sean was the the brawn, Cage was the brains. But the thing is, is Sean Connery's also the brains. That too. Pro- they have their whole point smart. where where when uh, Cage is interrogating him, where Cage says something about like. Oh, blah blah blah, Greek things, oh, Archimedes, and yeah, and Sean Connery's like, oh, I see a learned man. <laughs> I like your Sean Connery expression better than mine. <laughs> but yeah, I think mine's just slowly turns into to Deckard Kane over time if I do it too much. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it. I think it even still holds up as a movie. I, I think it does. Like I, I think it's like it's still like. There's some moments where it's like, okay, that's does that wouldn't fly in this day and age. But again, this yeah. is Michael Bay. I think you would still do like this really overly gay um, hairdresser mm-hmm. character. Like, I think you would still put that in if you made the movie today. Also, with the exception of the main characters, I'm pretty sure the only people who actually swear are the black people. Yeah, like all the civilians, it's like the black people who are like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Yeah, and oh, all the white people are just like trolling. cowering. That's probably man. This made my night. Oh, can you just go back in time before I knew the trolley man existed? Because now nothing is going to be as great. Although, although I would say, I would have to say the trolley man is a is probably is probably better than the. I don't think you never saw this movie, but a movie where I think it was me and Corey that did it was the what was it called? It was the one where he was stolen. Stolen. There's like this really bad, uh, like like taxi guy, and he's like, he was also a gem of a character. But <laughs> I think the, I think the trolley man was a little bit better. Yeah, but yeah. I also liked how the trolley man's like outfit looked kind of like a Girl Scout outfit. <laughs> like it was like green and brown, and it had like patches all over yeah. it. And... <laughs> My trolley, no! <laughs> I'm gonna kick his fucking ass. I'm gonna kick his fucking ass. Uh, yeah. Oh, so. Out of all the movies that you've done here, where would you rate this? This is obviously the top one. Oh, really? This is 
Well, it's one of the, the the holy trinity, if you will. Yes, this is one. Of, so. I can see why this is a holy trinity movie. Mm-hmm. This movie is pretty fun. This this is like prime like cage before he like got too cagey, or at least well, he's not being too cagey in this movie. This movie came after Vampire's Kiss, and Vampire's Kiss is probably still my favorite movie I've ever done of Nicolas Cage. So Nicolas Cage had the cage in him, but he did, I think it was because. Michael Bay was there, and I think also Sean Connery probably grounded him down a bit. Yeah. Um. So I think, I, I don't know, if, uh, acting wise, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Like Cage was okay. He was like, he wasn't over the top. He wasn't under the top. It was just Cage. He, like I like it when, uh, but I love it when he goes insane. This is my favorite. <laughs> but he does. Yeah. This is this is not a good insane Cage. No, he doesn't not. have any of his really oh. crazy like moments. Um. God, I can't remember what the line was from the trust, but where he's just like, "Open the door! Open the door! Open well, the door!" Open did, the, yeah, he doesn't. It was, he know? doesn't have any cage rage. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I would, I would definitely watch this movie again. This is probably the third or fourth time I've seen this movie in my lifetime. Oh so. wow! I've, okay. Mm-hmm. The I haven't seen it in a while. Okay. It used to be on TV a lot, I think. Yeah, is how I, I saw see it, it being like on like HBO or something. It's a pretty classic like it's not it's I'm not cl- I'm not saying it's as good as like a Die Hard or something like that, but it's like pretty classic from that time frame well, yeah. of like the Also I really do like the like different angle on the terrorism thing where it's yeah, like Yeah, it's all in it's all so domestic it's, terrorism. It's basically a rogue general who's yeah. trying to do something good because he doesn't believe his government's Yeah, gonna... like Ed Harris is like I think he's he's underplayed in this movie. I think mm-hmm. like his movie is more mostly remembered for like Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage. Ed Harris is really good in this movie. Yeah, he is. And like he's like his, his he's a believable villain in a way. Quote unquote, yeah. Quote unquote villain. Like you kind of sympathize with him and he's like he's like, yeah, I could see why someone would want to do that. I really like his line before, uh, before like he gets mutinied on, where he's like, "We made a bluff. The bluff was called. The mission is over. They called our bluff. Yeah. The mission's over." And then you had to have the douchebags like, "Yeah, like, we want our money. We want our money." And the one guy's like, "Who said we were bluffing? We're gonna just blow it up for fun now, cause <laughs> yeah. cause they're not they're still gonna give us money if we blow up the last missile." No, they won't. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Like this movie is definitely out of the twenty-five I've done. Definitely in the top, probably in the top like ten or maybe maybe top five. I ha- I haven't really done a, a, like a, a recap of all of them yet. Um, I'll tell you what. This one's leagues ahead of well, with the exception of the nine eleven movie, which was passably decent. This one's leagues ahead of everything else we watched. Everything else is just like. They're not necessarily bad movies, but they're really weird and. Although, I would say I would probably watch Face Off more than this movie. I'm not saying it's his best. No, uh, I'm, 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 I'm saying that like, like out of the out of out, two out of the three of the Trinity, I would say Face Off is still like the the point of it, and like and I would say like I guess, like, The Rock is also like a like. Not like not, not is like is lower than Face Off. Cause, okay, because because this the the craziness of John Travolta and Nicolas Cage and like this the idea of them playing each other this <laughs> is so good. But this is also great. Like I love this movie. Like I can see why it's regarded as yeah the one of the greatest Nicolas Cage movies of the mid nineties. I think the seven and a half out of ten on IMDb is pretty fitting. Yeah, I, yeah. Fe- I feel like the fifty eight on Metacritic's a little. 
That's a little bit low. A little low. I mean, this movie's got some like it's got its fair it's share. Of... It's a stupid movie. This movie is dumb. I don't know if I'd say no. That. It's 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 a good popcorn flick. It's a dumb movie. Good point. Good point. Yeah. You're right. It's not deep or thought provoking. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, Sean Connery's killing. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm saying it's a dumb movie, but it's yeah. fun to watch. It's a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, it's a Michael Bay movie. Before he went too over the top with some of the stuff he oh, does. God, yeah. I'm, th- I'm so glad we don't have to do another Michael Bay movie. <laughs> you know what? That kind of explains the really bad naughty talk from Cage. Because I think Michael Bay has kind of got some like teenager well, yeah, like, he's a humor horny, He's issues. a horny guy. He's horny yeah. all the time. He, but yes. Um, he likes explosions outside. Like, like big explosions. Also like he likes coming. <laughs> he likes explosions. Yeah, he likes, he likes yeah. exploding. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think that's going to be it, though, for this episode. Unless you All have right. any last thoughts? Uh, nope. No? Okay. Well, I think that's going to be it for this episode of Despite All My Rage, I'm Stuck Watching Nicolas Cage. Thanks for having me again. You're always welcome back. I'm looking forward to next time. Maybe in another eight months. Yeah, right, right. right. No, it'll be sooner. It'll be sooner than later. Don't worry. You can get me the next weird-ass film that oh, comes you're, Cage's Oh, you're going to get a weird one next. <laughs> They're kind of fun. Yeah, I know. Like, I think... The weird ones are always like way more fun to do, I think, because mm-hmm. like f- like this is such like an ingrained movie, and it's like, yep. what can you else can you say about The Rock? And it's like, well, the weird ones are just weird. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's just a lot more to dig yeah. into with the weird ones. Yeah, but yeah, so um, I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another returning guest. Uh, Corey is coming back next Ooh. next episode. Got him back on the finish. I don't know what we're doing yet, but. I, yeah, we, I guess like I tried to say that we were going to be doing holiday movies for like November and December. That didn't work because Nicolas Cage has literally only been in one holiday movie, and that was The Family Man, and we just did that one. So <laughs> yeah, so um, it's going to go back to the normal, uh, just me picking up a random movie until I figure out what I want to do next. All right, but yeah, that was it. Uh, as always, keep the cage in your heart. Keep the cage in your heart. In your heart. In your, I am the last one. Can you get, <laughs> give me a, give me some Sean Connery before we go? Some uh, Sean Connery? You want yeah. some... Uh, just keep the cage in your heart. <laughs> well then, the league is shit and the game is on. <laughs> all right. We're going to be getting out. And I um, uh, hope you all have a lovely two weeks. And mm. as always, stay safe and have a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving. This yep. is actually... Well, well, this is airing the day before Thanksgiving. So don't listen to this until later. Or en- if you enjoy your turkey tomorrow. Enjoy your turkey or whatever the heck you eat. I, I prefer prime rib. Enjoy your Thanksgiving food. Yeah. Toodle-doo. At least everyone can agree on taters. Taters are pretty good. Also, I'm a stuffing fan. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>